It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. And Brad, here we are putting this podcast together on December 10th. But before we look ahead, let's look back to last week's storm, which had these varying amounts of snowfall over the entire state of Connecticut. Yeah, Dan, it was totally functional on intensity of the uh, precipitation because what we were missing from this storm and what I stated that we were missing was a big cold high to the north to supply the cold air into the storm circulation. But what we ended up having to do was have the precipitation mix the cold air down from aloft. We call that dynamic cooling. So the places that got particularly intense snowfall were able to get the temperature down cold enough for that snow to be able to accrue. And it mostly set up in a line, Dan, mostly in a line just to the east of the Connecticut River and, uh, say, on through the highlands of Tolland County especially. I have uh, some reports from out that way of uh, three inches of snow in East Hartford, and these are all from trained observers. We had a report of uh, six inches of snow in Staffordville, six inches of snow in Tolland. We had five inches of snow in Stafford Springs, 4.6 inches of snow in Summers, and 4.5 inches of snow in Vernon. And again, on uh, the podcast on uh, Saturday when we were doing the storm-specific podcast for the storm, I thought that Worcester County, Massachusetts would be the jackpot on up through the uh, White Mountains of New Hampshire and the Western Mountains of Maine. And indeed it was uh, a town right outside of the city of uh, Worcester, Paxton, Massachusetts, had 12.5 inches of snow accumulation. Since the storm went by, Dan, we've had temperatures in the 30s, Sunday 37, Monday 39. Tuesday, the high was only 32, and uh, yesterday we had a high temperature reading of 38. Uh, Normals to this time of year are 41 for the daytime high and 26 for the overnight low temperature. So we've been below normal in terms of temperature, Dan, since the storm hit, but I do see some moderation as we go through tomorrow, which would be Friday, December 11th, and the upcoming weekend. Okay, let's pick up on that point. You mentioned moderation. Is there a change in the jet stream? Have we been above the jet stream? What's going on with that? No, we are de- we are definitely, the, the, the jet has definitely uh, moved south of New England now. That's the reason we've had these uh, cooler temperature readings in the 30s. But yes, you're correct that we're going to see like a little bit of a buckling, a little bit of ridging on the East Coast for Friday and the weekend, and that's going to uh, that's going to allow moderating temperatures to occur. But do not get too excited about this because we have uh, what's looking to be a major, major change coming uh, toward the middle part of next week. Uh, a storm that uh, I believe. Uh, If you're hearing me on this podcast this afternoon, say this afternoon, Thursday, December 10th, it may very well be the first you've heard of it. But if you start listening to this podcast, say, over the upcoming weekend, you're going to, I think, hear about this everywhere. 
the middle part of next week, it looks like a major storm may be impacting Connecticut. And Dan, um, we're talking the potential of some major snowfall as well. Okay, so let's let's take a look at this because I know you've been already examining the models, the various models, the European model, the GFS, all those models. Uh, what does it look like at this stage, December tenth? Yeah, well, it looks like uh, about six days from now, which would be next uh, Wednesday, the sixteenth, and uh, I think that's the day we're going to see most of the action, Wednesday and into Wednesday night. Uh, ending first thing on Thursday morning. The GFS uh, computer model prints out about three to six inches of snow for the Connecticut shoreline. So that's right along the I-95 corridor, uh, mixing with rain uh, along the uh, immediate Connecticut shore. But the GFS computer model, again, this is all speculative. We are six days out. But the uh, GFS model predicting up to 10 inches of snow accumulation for interior Connecticut. So if you're excited about that, if you're a snow lover and excited about that, just wait until you hear this. <laughs> the European computer model, now for late Wednesday and Wednesday night, has a swath of heavy snow that extends from eastern Pennsylvania through northern New Jersey, through New York City, all of Connecticut, all of Massachusetts, and all of Rhode Island. The projection right now, and again, this is six days out because we are, uh, we're taping this on uh, Thursday, December 10th, but the projection for Wednesday, December 16th, is for a major snowstorm. And if this European model uh, verifies and even comes close to being true, uh, we could see a swath of, say, 8 to 14 inches of snow uh, maybe even right down to the Connecticut shoreline. So uh, certainly some exciting times coming. Uh, the European model has the low-pressure area uh, centered in the Florida panhandle around daybreak on next Wednesday with a cold high to the north. Now, see, this is the key, Dan. The Saturday storm last weekend was lacking the cold high to the north. This time it looks like one will be there. Uh, up over uh, just to the north of the Vermont and New Hampshire area in eastern Canada. So uh, by 7 p.m. Wednesday, it looks like that low will be rapidly strengthening off the Delaware coast with a cold high still holding in eastern Canada. In the middle of the night, say uh, 1 a.m. Thursday morning, uh, we look at the storm off of Atlantic City, and then by 7 a.m., it's off of Cape Cod. So if, if the storm does track like that, the Florida Panhandle to Delaware to Atlantic City to Cape Cod, we will get very heavy snow late Wednesday and Wednesday night. So, uh, of course, we will keep you uh, updated on that situation. You can go to bradfieldweather.com uh, for the daily forecast. And, Dan, I know you and I have some plans of uh, doing special updates early next week. Correct. We're going to uh, do a special podcast before the storm with the latest information regarding the storm, but we're also going to be doing some social media where we'll be able to interact with our audience if they have any immediate questions about the storm. Yeah, uh, as we were talking about um, before we, we went on live, Dan, 
uh, you know, COVID is just, uh, it, it's messing up so many people's lives and, and, and its tentacles are everywhere. And, uh, you know, very uh, bluntly, Dan and I did not want to be side by side, uh, you know, potentially infecting each other's families or whatever. So, uh, you know, we want to stay apart, but this is kind of a, kind of putting a crook into uh, our plans, but we, we think we can work around it and do some, uh, as Dan says, some social media, uh, maybe mix it up between uh, Facebook and Instagram and kind of go back and forth uh, over the next uh, several weeks and months of, of, of doing this. But, uh, you know, get you, I'm going to have to, Dan, I'm gonna, if, if we do this, you know, I'm going to actually have to shave and comb my hair again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I'll just put. I'll just do what I do around the house. I'll just put my baseball cap on, um, and I look just fine when I have my baseball cap on. So there you go. Uh, well, we'll, if Yogi Berra were around, he would say, "Well, we're not going to be side by side, but we're going to be side by side <laughs> on video." That's all. <laughs> there you go. That sounds perfect. And Dan, while we're on the subject of Yogi Berra and sports and everything, I I think you should take a second here now to to tell uh, our podcast audience about your latest podcast venture. Well, I I have a podcast, The Baseball Beat. I also have another podcast, uh, Sportscaster Dan Podcast, but. I put out a thrice weekly, that's three times a week, sports <laughs> newsletter for people who would like to subscribe. It's uh, my viewpoint on what's going on in sports. And all people need to do to subscribe is go to sportscasterdan.com. Sportscasterdan.com. And that's how they can subscribe to the three times a week sports newsletter. Well, that's uh, that's exciting. I've already signed up for. I know you have. Thank you. I appreciate and that. You're you're welcome, Dan. And uh, and hopefully there'll be baseball in Hartford next spring. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Well, our and, fingers uh, are you, crossed. And uh, that would put you back into uh, that would put you back into the broadcast booth and uh, you know serenading the six or seven thousand <laughs> people that come out to the park would take me out to the ball game. Well, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for sure. The Bradfield Weather Podcast is underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury. I want to talk a bit about Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast, and we are so appreciative that Action Carpet and Floor Covering underwrites our podcast. Action Carpet and Floor Covering is a full-service, licensed, family-run flooring company serving the region. In fact, it was founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Something you need to know, Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers, offering brand-name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs, and tile, plus backsplash. Action Carpet and Floor Covering installs, plus offers professional cleaning services, and will repair water damage. And Action Carpet and Floor Covering does much, much more. In fact, they want their customers to be so satisfied that they want to be considered the go-to company. They want their customers to consider them as the one and only floor covering company. 
Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406. That's 860-651-8406. Or go online at action-carpet.com. That's action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. Now, as we look at the weather map, Brad, uh, a couple of things here. Uh, Look, first of all, at the immediate weather map leading to the moderate temperatures, and then the map as to what could happen next week. Gotcha. Uh, Right now, Dan, this afternoon, so uh, Thursday, December 10th, throughout the afternoon, we've got a high-pressure area located about uh, south-central Pennsylvania. So remember, we're clockwise around high pressure, but we're almost in the center of the high. So uh, throughout this afternoon, I'm looking for a good supply of sun, uh, hardly any wind. And with relation to what the temperatures have been like the past several days, it's going to feel pretty mild with temperature readings up into the 40s. Now, tonight, about 7 o'clock tonight, the high will be located from um, the southern tier of New York down to the Virginia-North Carolina coast. So skies should be clear. We should have hardly any wind here. So that means some radiational cooling, temperatures moving down into the 20s. Now that same high tomorrow moves off the mid-Atlantic coast. So with it positioned as such and the clockwise motion around the high, we should get into a southwest flow. So uh, temperatures on Friday could be actually break the 50-degree mark in some spots. Uh, I'm saying 46 to 52 with a mostly sunny sky on Friday. Now, on um, Saturday morning, it looks like we'll see low pressure in Illinois. So the low is uh, off to our west, which means we're going to be on the warm side of this one. Uh, A cold front will be sweeping through the eastern Great Lakes, and uh, linked up with that low and the, the front moving all the way down to Texas. Now, by Sunday morning, a primary uh, low, uh, the one in Illinois on Saturday, will be near Buffalo, New York. So normally that would mean, you know, it's really mild here type of thing. But it looks like uh, a little bit of a secondary storm is going to try to form off Boston, which would effectively uh, sort of trap the coolish air here and not allow the real warm stuff to get in. So we'll call Sunday kind of a, a cloudy day, a little bit of rain early in the day. Uh, temperatures moderate, 40s, low 50s, something like that. But then that Buffalo storm sweeps on through Canada, but the, the, the main effect for us Monday is we will have a cold front sweep offshore. Monday morning at daybreak, the cold front should be from Nova Scotia to southern Florida. Now, this is important. That is the cold front that's bringing in the cold air ahead of the next storm. Now, by Tuesday morning, we're going to have a high over eastern Canada. Now, that is the perfect spot for a high-pressure area to be if you have low pressure coming along. And remember, we told you the track. It looked like from the uh, panhandle of Florida to off the Delaware coast to off Atlantic City, New Jersey, to off Cape Cod. So if we have a storm taking that track in the uh, Wednesday time frame, and we've got that cold high up over eastern Canada, that sets the stage for potential 
big snow. Now, uh, also on Tuesday, it's going to be beautiful here with that cold high to the north, but just kind of cold day, but, but a beautiful day. I'd say temperatures in the 30s with a mostly sunny sky. But we're going to see a little low-pressure area right on the Minnesota-Iowa border, and that thing will be working to the east. And by uh, 7 in the morning on Wednesday, uh, a little weak low uh, near Detroit, but the, 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 the big action taking place from Florida to Delaware to New Jersey uh, to Cape Cod, and then by 7 a.m. a week from today, which would be Thursday, December 17th, a major, major storm off the New England coast, probably off of uh, you know Massachusetts and, uh, and New Hampshire by, by the time we get to Thursday morning. So out as the storm approaches uh, late Wednesday and Wednesday night, that would probably be the time frame to keep in mind that we get the heavy snow or the heavy mixed precipitation. And right now, Dan, I know six, six days out and it's speculative, I would favor heavy snow uh, because of the position of the cold uh, high in eastern Canada. So that, that, that's the key. Something that was missing in the storm last week, what you're saying the key is this cold sweeping in after our temperatures moderate will provide the pathway for this storm coming up to produce snow. That's what you're saying. That's, that's exactly right, Dan. The, the, the storm of the past weekend uh, that brought the three to six inches uh, basically to the hills of Pollen County, uh, that storm was missing the cold high to the north. By, by all appearances, there will be a cold high to the north next week when the storm comes up the coast. So if you put those two factors together, uh, it's, a, it's a lot more exciting for the snow lovers. We're not going to have to count on uh, the dynamic cooling and the heaviness of the precipitation mixing cool air down from cloud level. We're not going to have to count on that it appears to me that the cold air will already be in place. Well, and you know, this should come as no surprise, Brad. After all, we are knocking on the door to the middle of December, and for the most part, we've been very fortunate that most of the region does not have snow cover. Right. I was looking at, um, you know, uh, some of the, the, the weather data this morning, and do you know that by this point last winter, by this point, uh, December 10th, Last winter, we already had had 16 and a half inches of snow at Bradley International Airport. Uh, this year, it's only it's been about three, uh, with most of it actually in October, the day before Halloween. So um, we are definitely running behind last year. But the but the point is about last year we had that snow in early December. That was about it. It really didn't do much at all in January or February. So I, I still think that this winter is going to be uh, quite different than that. Well, again, as a repeat, we will continue to monitor the storm. We'll do a special pre-storm podcast for our audience, and we'll also be on social media so that uh, we can interact with our podcast audience that way, just to keep everybody updated. And as you also remind people, Brad, please visit bradfieldweather.com. Yeah, and what we'll do, Dan, is um, just sort of thinking out loud here, is that you and I can, when we decide when we're going to do this either Facebook Live or Instagram Live, we will put it out on um, both of our social medias and also uh, 
on bradfieldweather.com. So people will know when it is, and then they can tune in live, and then if they have any questions for you or me, uh, they can certainly ask us. I think, I think your idea there is great to have the audience participate. Now, before we put a wrap on things then with the forecast, as long as we're talking uh, podcasts and you were kind enough to allow me to give a plug, how about giving a plug for your son's sports podcast and his being on social media? Oh, well, I'm, I'm very proud of what he's done. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's taken it as a, as a big hobby. He, uh, he did some sports interning at NBC Connecticut, and then um, he studied in college sports management and so forth, and now he's the uh, assistant athletic director at Darien High School, and uh, but he, for fun, he does this uh, podcast called "Playing the Field." Um, so if you want, if you want to listen to his podcast, uh, just three words: "Playing the Field," and uh, you know, download it and listen to it. And if you're a Patriots fan, Dan, which I, you know, I am, and right. I think it rubbed off on my son Kirk. <laughs> But uh, you want to hear some great analysis from him and his buddy, Ben Briskin. The two of them are on together, and uh, they just do a fantastic job. And uh, then every Sunday they go on Instagram Live at noon, and they pick the games for, uh, for the uh, upcoming slate of games that begin at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But they've, uh, they're out there special if you want to hear what their predictions are for the Patriots game tonight. Uh, it's a great podcast. I think it's episode 14, but you know, you'll know it's the latest one and, uh, it's playing the field. So, uh, thanks Dan for, for letting, uh, letting me plug Kurt's, uh, podcast. And by the way, let me also add, I've listened to that podcast. It's everything you said it is. And, uh, sometimes you'll have guests on such as Sean McFarland from the Hartford current. And he really does a tremendous job like father, like son, I guess, huh? (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Dan. Thanks very much. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I enjoy uh, I enjoy listening to him every week. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, the thing about podcasts that I really like is that you can um, do other things while the podcast is playing in the background. Uh, I don't know how many times I've unloaded the the uh, dishwasher and cleaned up the kitchen or whatever. Maybe even listening to our podcast, I'll just say, you know, Alexa, play the Bradfield Weather podcast, and on it comes. So um, you know, it's 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 uh, or or Kurt's podcast or your podcast, but uh, it, that's the beauty of these podcasts. And 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 the other beauty, uh, I used to have to weigh every word I would say on television because I had two minutes and fifteen seconds. And if I get into any tongue twisters or thrown off or whatever, I, I literally couldn't fix it. So the, the thing about a podcast is you can really explain things well so that people understand every little in and out of the situation and, and, and get it. Um, I, I also, I don't do this much, but before we go to the forecast, Dan, I want to, I really want to thank Kevin Blake and Action Carpet for underwriting the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Uh, we've got McAllen Construction uh, of Prospect, Connecticut coming on again uh, for more winter sponsorships. So 
our our podcast is catching on, uh, and and I'm just I'm just thrilled about that. I am too. There's no doubt about that. On that note, and like you said, a big thank you to our underwriters. On that note, uh, how about uh, we we put a wrap on the podcast by taking a look at the forecast? It's a beautiful afternoon, Dan, and uh, I need to go for a long walk, and I'm going to. Uh, you know, you put on those extra pounds right around Thanksgiving. <laughs> but anyway, it's going to be sunny this afternoon and temperature in the 40s, not much wind. Uh, partly cloudy overnight, 26 to 32. For Friday, December 11th, it's a sunny day. It's a beautiful day. Temperature 46 to 52. Partly cloudy on Friday night with temperatures in the 30s. Saturday, lowering and thickening clouds with afternoon showers arriving. Temperatures in the 40s. It looks like some showers on Saturday night. First thing Sunday, showers uh, 48 to 54 on Sunday. But Monday, a mix of sun and clouds, a breezy and colder day, temperatures 38 to 44. Tuesday, colder still, sunny and in the 30s. And Wednesday, a rising chance for snow. And uh, again, Dan, we will update uh, early next week. Uh, the podcast probably coming out on Tuesday uh, and probably some form of social media involved as well. Uh, we will notify everybody with uh, our own social media, and also uh, it'll be prominent on bradfieldweather.com. Okay, on that note, Brad, uh, as always at this stage as we wrap up the podcast, we always like to thank our first responders who are on the front line every day as COVID makes a resurgence. Uh, all of our first responders, whether it be uh, in the health field, law enforcement, our safety, etc., a big thank you for all that they do. And to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, have a great weekend. To you and Susan as well, Dan, and uh Huge, huge um, thanks to uh, everybody who had anything to do with the vaccine because it looks like uh, it, it looks like the, the the light is at the end of the tunnel. So uh, hang in there, folks. Well put. Thanks, Brad. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full service, family run flooring company.